Hey, it's episode 69 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. I'm much louder today because I'm not dying in my bed. I'm um, I'm back in the car, in the studio. <laughs> episode 69. It is late on the Sunday, just driven back from Royal Brixtonia, East Claphamshire. Brixton is where I've just driven back from, back home. Outside uh, the house, for let me just fire out the podcast quickly because I've been busy all flipping weekend, all weekend, man. Started on Friday at FDS for the scene, for the scene, um, which was a hey, wicked venue. Got molested by some uh, security, um, you know that that wasn't fun. I've never had a man's hand so far up my inside leg. And I've been measured for trousers. And it was a violation. An absolute violation, I'll tell you. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but the night was fun. They weren't there for comedy. They weren't there for comedy, the crowd. And yeah, I'm not mad at them. You like what you like. And it, was a fun, it was a fun night either way. I couldn't stay as late as I wanted to. Just because, you know, the night was just... You can tell it was turning into a mad one. That's why. Let me get out of there. But one that did stick out, though. Oh, when you're mixing the ethnic with the gentrification, then you get a little fusion. Flipping jerk. Wait for it. Chicken, Darren. No. Pork. No. Fish. That's weird enough. But, all right, it's a meat. No. Jerk. Halloumi. Jerk. Halloumi. Fucking hell. Jerk halloumi. Since when? Since when was that a thing? Jerk halloumi, man. Nuts. But I had it. And it was nice. I had a jerk halloumi wrap. It, it was nice, though. Can't knock it. Can't knock it. Saturday, uh, did a radio show. Actually, flying back to Thursday, pre that pod. Another podcast I'm on in conjunction with... Pulse 88, a few presenters from the station, we just listen to podcasts of the week, and just, you know, critique the content, critique what they're talking about, critique their opinions, it was very fun, uh, with more KMT, uh, it's M, Love and Tell, and Orge as well, um, yeah, and it was really fun, really, really fun on, um, on Thursday, I need Smiles to be back in the studio though, because I need... Bit more testosterone in there. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's just um, sometimes I had to just sit back, and just let the ladies go. I say let the ladies go. Or or more. <laughs> but they're fun. It's fun. It's good podcast. People first time meeting or we managed to disagree. And so that's that's always good for a podcast. You know, some people new around each other, they can't disagree. So everyone just holds their tongue. No, I think the first. The first like, clip we disagreed on straight away. So it's like, that's good content. Good content. So that's Thursday. Friday. Saturday. Did the radio show Saturday morning. And then, oh, I had to be at a wedding. Wedding. I was uh, not hosting, just doing some comedy at the reception. Never done it before. It's always strange to do uh, comedy when there's round tables. Because that means half the people can see you. The other half, back to you. And if they've got food in front of them, they ain't turning around for shit. So, you know, it's always difficult to do that. Now, I was speaking to a DJ, and I like a comedy. It's like a halfway between theatre 
and music. You know? Music you can enjoy in the background. Completely enjoy in the background and stuff. You can just listen to music. It's better live. It's better to look at someone that actually do, do music. But it can work without looking. Other end of the spectrum, theatre. A play. You, you can't just have the play going on in the background. You can't just have like Shakespeare going on. You know, a fellow just happening in the background. It's not going to work. You need to be looking at it really focused on that. See, comedy, you can just almost just, you don't have to really focus on everything that's happening, but you can catch the vibe. You can see people laughing. This is funny. You have to follow everything. So I think it's in between. And, you know, when people got their back to you, it's not really going to work. So, but gave it my best shot, had a laugh. Then got to the girlfriends um, because you know, I'm a lovely guy. My, uh, he said, that we're watching football at yours. That's, that, hey, a lot of guys lied to their girls and said they're busy and they had made their reasons for not spending time with girls. Some of you guys, you got some nuts and you said to your girl, hey, I don't want to see you. I want to watch football with the Leds. I was in between. I wanted to see her, but I weren't missing the final for shit. And uh, yeah, Champions League final. Congratulations to Real Madrid. Bail. 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 It's just, even though he left Spurs ages ago, I still look at him as a Tottenham player. Yeah, he's won four Champions League since he's left Spurs, but like I said to someone else online who's trying to dig me out, saying, oh, it seems like Madrid and Bale have won quite a lot since he left Tottenham, mate. Is that like, no? Everyone who joins Real Madrid wins trophies. Eh? Cristiano Ronaldo, he's won 15 trophies since he's been at Real Madrid. People win trophies at top teams. It's not about Spurs not winning trophies. Yes, all right, Spurs haven't won trophies, all right? We won the Pressure Cup for two years in a row that Man United took from us this year. Did the double in the Pressure Cup. You know, but, you know, it was a great final. Great final. Oh, Sergio Ramos. Everyone hates Sergio. I don't know who who was hated the most um, after that game. Sergio Ramos or Loris, uh, what's, what's his name? Curas. Curious. Carius. Loris Carius. Um, not sure who's hated more. By Liverpool fans. People trying to make up Ramos dislocated Salah's shoulder on purpose. Like, has Ramos got a black belt in judo or any kind of MMA training? If he has, then fine. I He may have done it. But, I'm not sure, you know. I'm not sure if he did it on purpose. We've got to remember, Salah lent into him. He lent into him and he just rode with it. And then, yeah, he locked his arm. But that wasn't the arm he dislocated. So... You know, I don't know. I can't say he did it on purpose. But I was gutted that Salah was off the pitch because I was a neutral and I just wanted football to be the winner. And I thought, Salah's off. You want the best players on the pitch. And how could football be the winner if Salah's not on the pitch? Hey? Eh? And then, you know, Loris, Carrius, don't know what he was playing at. Made that one mistake, throw out into Benzema's leg. Bang! 1 0. No shot. Not even a shot. The guy just stuck his leg out. And then one all, Mane. Then, um, just what I thought, you know, this game's good, but I think Real Madrid going to win this anyway because Liverpool's bench was horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. No game changers on that bench. Whereas Real Madrid, Dad, Bale on the bench. Was it 122 seconds? After coming on, this guy, this guy, 
Alright. I was I ended up having to watch the phone. I watched the game on my phone. Because the girlfriend has Sky. And I thought it would be on the BT free like free to view channel. No. YouTube, BT app. So I had to watch it on my phone. So I had my headphones in. She was watching something on TLC. I don't know what that channel is. It's, I don't know, it's some like 600 pound woman who wants to be a bride. I don't know, she's watching something like that. She's kind of falling asleep. When Bale scored, I made exactly this noise. <laughs> right, now imagine I'm, we're sat on an L-shaped sofa. She's laying with her head next to my leg. I'm laying on across the L of the sofa. Uh, I almost killed my girlfriend. She almost had a heart attack. She's like, what the fuck? What's happened? You're right. I was like, oh my god, babe, babe, you need to see this. Bail. She's like, what? What? What are you talking about? Bail. Showed her the goal. She was like, yeah, yeah, right. That, yeah, that, that's very good. That's a very good goal. And then kind of just went back to sleep, and I was like, you, you. <laughs> But no, it's funny, he's trying to explain to she has no interest in football at all. And um, when Salah went off and he was crying, then uh, Carvajal went off and he was crying. She's like, why are they crying? And I was like, this, this is this problem with you, not her in particular. Just, you know, everyone talks about men, you need to show more emotion. Show more emotion. Yeah, men don't show enough emotion. Now, when men do cry, what is he crying for? No, no, you can show emotion, but under my conditions. Yeah, you you work in your whole life since you're like six, making sacrifices, trying to be one of the top players in the world. About to play, you're playing in the biggest cup game. I mean, a club competition, cup game of the season. You don't get there every like year unless you're Real Madrid. This is your moment. You're about to be a Champions League winner. Not many people are that. And then it's over. Then you might not go to the World Cup. It happens every four years. I'll try to explain that to her. She's like, I, look. It's because, all right, maybe if I got injured at work and I couldn't work again, I'd be sad. And I was like, I do want to shut up. I was like, so shut up to stop talking about it. You're annoying me. He goes, oh, they just get paid so much. It's like, that's it. Let's not start this now. <laughs> but, you know, watch game, awesome. And then um, today, I've been uh, just chilling. Went to, ah, oh, typical, um, typical, you know. Actually, I wasn't walking around like a henpecked man. I just did what I was told, though. Fully did what I was told. In the day, she was like, right, we're going on holiday in July and you have no clothes for holiday. And I was like, I have clothes and I'll wear those on the holiday. She's like, Darren, you can't wear jeans. So I can't wear jeans. So Darren, we are in Costa Rica. You will melt. And you know when you're, you know, like this is at that moment where you know someone's made a good point and you could either just fall back and go, yeah, actually, yeah, fair enough. Or you just drive forward with your point. And see how long you can last. I, I I fell back. I was like, all right, fine, let's go, let's go shopping. Um, yeah, I I did you know my typical man shop. She's like, shall we go into this shop, Gap? I was like, all right, fine, let's go in Gap. I bought everything I needed in that shop in that one visit. 
shorts, shirts, t-shirts, uh, chinos, all, all my summer gear, all bought, I just need some shoes, need some nice summer shoes, uh, sorted, absolutely sorted, um, tried to wear, I had to go up a size because I had some slim feet, slim fit, boy, showing off way too much thigh and ball sack in a super slim fit. Like, you should be able to see a man tense his fight in his trousers. That's all I'm saying. It, it was way too much. Then I was down at the Ritzy um, with One Nation and Re13 Global Charity. Did a little spot there, which is fun. Now I'm here talking to you guys. To you guys talking about what's happening in the week. Obviously, I made a Morgan Freeman joke at, <laughs> at the gig today. Ah dear, it went it went that well. Ah Morgan Freeman, one one of my surrogate granddads, and um, I have to change him now. I mean, here's the thing though. I I'm probably gonna put my neck out here and say this. I I, I right, you shouldn't sexually harass women. Um, I don't think anyone's actually made this hyperbolic and said it is rape. No one's done that. Um. It's just they've said, yeah, it was inappropriate work, which is not good. It's not good. Don't be inappropriate work. Now he's apologised for his behaviour and his conduct. And there's the same amount of women who've come against him. There's an equal number of women who said they've worked with him and he's always been great. Now, here's my thing. That Weinstein doesn't seem to have anyone who said he did, he wasn't creepy. Kind of similar to Cosby. Uh, kind of similar to R. Kelly as well. You know... Anyone who meets meets their demographic of people they want, they, they ain't said a good thing about them. Whereas Morgan Freeman seems to be 50-50, which gives me the idea that he may just be a creepy old man. You know, he just, he just fancy, he actually fancies these women. Like, it's not a power thing. He just must be an old man with no game. Show me your titties. I am Morgan Freeman, and show me your titties. And they're like, what? We are at work at one, two. You're old enough to be my granddad's granddad. Shit, did you go to school with Jesus? Like, you are old, Morgan. Have you ever been young? Like, three or four? I don't know what number I'm on, okay? But just know. Just know, Morgan. All right? I'm sorry. I remember when I first saw Andy DeFries. <laughs> I'm not making light of uh, sexual assault, though. Um, or harassment. Guys, look, just, just try to approach women, like, from the front. That's one. Um, use your words, not your hands. And when you do use your words, try to, you know, gauge what they want to hear. Because that's the thing. What happens is, right? You've got some guys with absolute source who can literally go up to a woman and, you know, literally, well, I've done this before, and I give a girl a round of applause and say, great boobs. It's happened. So I knew I was taking a massive risk when I've done it, but usually the girl laughs when I've done it. They've laughed. Okay, that was a big risk. But if the girl was to go, what the fuck, that's an I'd be like, oh, shit. You know, and that's why 
uh, you know, I got sacked from my job at the post office. <laughs> I'm joking, joking, joking. I didn't. Never worked at the post office and never had any kind of sexual assault or harassment allegations against me at work. Disclaimers. Um, in, case, <laughs> in case anyone just cuts that little bit there. But the point is, what one man can get away with one woman is not the same as what another man can get with get away with, with that same woman. It's not the same thing. It's even the same guy may not be able to get away with the same thing with the same woman on a different day. It's a different ball game each time you talk to someone you're attracted to. So you just got to, you know, start at the least offensive bit and just slowly ratchet it up. Don't just come out with, hey, girl, sit on my face. Like, no, no, buddy. No, you went too hard. You can't start your car. You can't say car in fifth gear. You can't do that. Get in first gear. Hey, from the front. Again, approach it from the front. Face to face. Hey, don't touch her. No need to touch her. She can see you coming because you've approached from the front. Hey, how you doing? Even from then, if she don't like you, she's going to let you know from then. Why go for the arse grab? The blouse tug. You know, why go for that first? Yeah, she's going to really like you for you to go for that first and go, oh, <laughs> I mean, what you expected to happen there? Get some, yeah, get some realistic expectations of yeah, what you want from, what you expect from the lady there. But um, what the hell was that? I'm hoping that was a firework, or someone driving over a car to, and not a gun. Because I'm, I'm not built like that. Well, maybe I am, because I'm pretty calm for someone who thought it might be a gun. I can't possibly think it's a gun, otherwise I would be shitting myself. Um, what else happened this week, though, man? Actually, guess touching on to that Morgan Freeman thing. No, nah, it's not. No, no, actually, I'm not segueing the two together. No, 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 not segueing the two. <laughs> I'm segueing to, ah, Donald Trump. Pardoning Jack Johnson. Uh, that's kind of, it's one of those things, you got to give him credit. He's done something right. He's done something right. So I think the score now is, what, 7-1? 7-1, bad things. I mean, when I say he's only done seven bad things, I mean, I'm bunching stuff together. That's what I'm doing. No, you can't list every bad thing he's done. It'll take you too long. But no, he pardoned Jack Johnson. If you don't know him, I think he's the first black heavyweight champion in boxing. Uh, He got done for... uh, Basically trying to drive a white woman across state lines who later became his wife. And, um, you know, I thought everyone was going to be cool with the pardon. Even if they don't like Donald Trump doing it. But some people were like, fuck Jack Johnson. I was like, why? Why? There's one guy I know. He's just like, well, it's his dumb love for white women that uh, they got him in this mess. Fuck him. I was like, you know, he married the woman, right? Like, weren't just some big fetish thing. Well, I don't know, maybe it was. I don't know Jack Johnson. So what if it was? Look, let the mad bag. Your heavyweight champion, let him bag. AJ, let him bag. Deontay Wilder, let them bang. Your heavyweight champion. When you're a winner, all right, you're allowed to do more things than if you're a loser. That's what I'm teaching my kids. That's what I'm teaching my kids. I don't have any kids. But I story about kids. We were in, um, we was in Gap. Girlfriend has to buy a 
buy a present for one of her friends. We just had kids' clothes. And daughter, uh, we saw these little clothes and they were cute, right? Cute. But I went, why do children, like babies, why do babies need clothes? I'm not talking about like they, they need to be naked. I'm not saying that. Like just a baby grow. Baby grow to you about one? One and a half? Why the hell do you need clothes? Why do you need to buy them a jumper? Now, I was saying, oh, if you had the baby and you used to take it to a wedding, would you get like the boy a little suit? And she was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, because what? Because it's funny, isn't it? It just looks funny because they look like a little human being. I know they're little human beings, but like a little adult. It's like, they become like a pet. That's what it's like for me. It's like putting clothes on a the pet. They don't need it. Put a baby grow on. Maybe an elastic one that lasts them from when they're born to when they're like one and a half. Or 18 months. Your kid's one. All right. And um, I think it's such a waste. We're going to buy the kid a flipping jumper and then what? Two weeks later. Yeah, he's grown. Almost behind these cute little trainers. Ah, he's grown. What's the point? People message me. If you have kids, did you bother buying them clothes? I'm trying to convince my girlfriend that, you know, when we have kids, we don't need to buy them clothes. Over like special occasions, they might be able to wear clothes. Oh, that's baby growth. Baby grow until the kid comes up to me and goes, Dad, look, no one else in school is wearing this bloody onesie. Can I please get some jeans? Alright, fair enough. That's where you can get them. Because I remember when I had like shit trainers that hated them when I was younger. But my mum bought them for me, innit? So I didn't complain too much. But then... I used to really like trainers that went up the ankle. We used to like, like high top trainers. I found trainers that exposed the ankle weird. I had that real strong taste. I hate jelly sandals. And I hated seeing boys in jelly sandals. I didn't know what the word was for that. But as a kid, I hated it. I was like, the girl shoes, I don't like it. Don't ever get me jelly sandals. I didn't like that as a kid. They like laces. I like Velcro. Um... I had high top Velcros. So I used to like. That was a matter of taste. But um Yeah, I think that's all I've really got to say about this week. Um don't want other major news happened. I know something major happened and it's escaping me. Oh Ireland Abortion laws. That's what I was gonna talk about. Abortion laws in Ireland. Uh yeah, they they have they repealed the eighth? Hey, have they repealed that? I'm not sure. I don't follow the story properly, but it's just it's crazy, isn't it? This day and age, people aren't allowed abortions. Um, now again, because it's it's the logic thing of right religious right to practice religion versus you know rights of your own body. If you make it the law that you're not allowed to have an abortion, then one side just wins all the way through. The religious people and uh, so yeah, religious people and no, so yeah, that's it. Religious people they win all the way through. Where if it's it's law that you're allowed an abortion, but it's also law that you're allowed to practice your religion and not have an abortion because of your religious beliefs, then everyone wins. Like, do do Catholics really care if someone else can have an abortion? Like, no, they only care if them and their Catholic mates have abortions. You know, and if they do, and it's part of your religion, then all right, God will strike them down anyway, so don't worry about it. You're all good. You're fine. You don't need to make it law. 
Come on now. Right. How long have I done? 24 minutes uh, is the time for a bit of dear Deirdre. Um, oh, that's what I was meant to say. Shit. I was trying to check that. I haven't checked the post. I was on BBC radio today. It was a pre-record, but yeah, I was on um, BBC West Midlands promoting my uh, promoting the show I'm doing in Birmingham next weekend. So, yeah, now I've been on BBC. How about that? That's your boy. National, well, local, because it was just the West Midlands bit. But, you know, still BBC, isn't it? What you done? What you been on? Actually, I know the ESM boys been on BBC. So, um, fair enough. They've done that. Uh, I think other people have been on BBC before. I think it's a, a thing. Right. Oh, let's go. Rubbish sex life. <laughs> uh, rubbish sex life. Dear Deirdre, I worried that my sex life with my girlfriend is total rubbish. I only manage a couple of minutes and I'm finished. Well, mate, you don't need to last longer. You're a man. Women don't need orgasms. Don't worry about it, mate. You just bust your nut. Shoot up the club, innit? Your boys just be partying in the club. Get to the egg. Boom. Done your job. Right? Am I right? Yeah, there you go. She deserves better than that. No. No. She picked you. She knows that you've given her that two-minute sex. Then just... Trust me. She might be one of those people that you're trying to do a like 45-minute hour session. She's just there laying on the back looking at the ceiling. Looking like she's someone in like the handmaid's house. Well, you don't, you don't want that. Mate, yeah, you just, you, so, mate, if it's just two minutes of solid gold, if it's the best, it could be the best two minutes of my life. Let me read the thing. Anyway, I'm 31 and I've been with my girlfriend who's 25 for three, oh, three years. Look, if she ain't left then, then she's all right with it. I half expected I wouldn't last, it would, I, I half expected I wouldn't last long when we began our sex life, but I didn't expect I'd still have the problem three years later. I did find the courage to talk to her about it, but she says she's happy with our sex life. Mate, she might be happy. I don't think this can be true, and I worry she may find someone who can do better. No, mate, seriously. The only time she's going to leave you is you keep on bitching and whining about your two-minute blasting. If she likes it, mate, you know what I mean? If you really want to give her more pleasure, use your mouth, son. Don't mean talk to her. I mean, you know. Uh, whoa, work harassment, there you go, just kind of Morgan Freeman, alright, one of the directors of the firm where I work came up behind me and put his hands on my breast, Jesus, it was a horrible experience, when I turned around he tried to kiss me and made a crude suggestion, where, where the fuck was this, like I'm not saying there's any right time, but the, if you're at work, maybe, Maybe if she's your wife <laughs> at work, maybe that's it. At at a Christmas party, you had a bit to drink. You worked together. That's the only time I can maybe accept that could be acceptable. But come on now, I was horrified and really shaken every time I see him. It gives me the creeps. I imagine I'm twenty, Jesus Christ, and I've been with the company for a year. This director is middle aged. I told pals, but uh, they said forget it. I know there is no point in reporting it as the senior staff will stick together and I cannot afford to lose my job. Well, I don't know. 
I don't want to say to that because I know exactly what she means. Like, if she does report it, no one's going to care. Then she's going to be seen as a troublemaker. Wait, get a good CV. Just a downward spiral of just shitness that will happen to her. But you got to talk to HR. Fuck it. You'll find an ally. Find an ally there in HR. Get it an email, send it across. That's what you need to do. Um, all right. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Oh, all right. One more, because this is this is funny. All right. So my girlfriend and I split for a month, and she swore she didn't get with anyone else during that time. Okay. When I looked at her phone, I was heartbroken to find she'd been messaging men on dating apps and had sex with two of them. Oh God. She is 25. I am 26. We have been together for around a year. Everything was perfect. And I was sure that she was the woman I'd spend my life with. But after hitting some bad times and rowing a lot, we took a break. When we met up to talk, we realised how much we missed one another. Yeah, after she had the back blown out by two dudes. Fell into bed and we made love. She said she'd not been with anyone while we were apart, but I couldn't resist looking at her phone. After what I found, how can I trust her again? Well, you didn't trust her before because you looked down her phone. You know? Maybe it's your kind of insecurity and neediness that drove her away for the break into the hands and onto the penis of two waiting men. Right, that is the end of the podcast. Um... Actually, one more gripe that popped into my head from earlier. Right, does anyone else get this? Um, please tell me if I'm a fucking idiot. Please just explain this to me. Right, if, when you're putting something in an oven, fish fingers, exactly exact fish fingers. Anything from a freezer. All right, Dan, why aren't you cooking? Why are you putting stuff on the freezer? That's shut up. All right? Just shut up. Hope you chop an onion and it makes you cry. And I hope when you try to scrape it into the pot... 20% of it goes onto your hob and you can't clean it off yet because you've got fire there. Good. Anyway, have you noticed that on the back, right? Oven instructions, mad details. From chilled or from frozen? In Celsius or Fahrenheit? Fan assisted or non-fan assisted? Place it in the centre of the oven, in the top shelf of the oven. Have this, have it directly onto the grill. That's what we'll say. We'll say all that kind of stuff when you're putting something in the oven, Right? Shallow fry, well, um, yeah, shallow fry. This this amount of oil. Because if you say something like that, it'll, it'll give you a bit more detail. But grill, medium. Put it on medium grill. Why? What the what the hell's medium grill? Medium grill surely depends on how high my grill goes. Now, granted, some grills have low, medium, high as their settings. Most though have bloody temperatures. Do what temperature? I don't want to be burning my fish fingers. I'd want to grill them, but I can't. I don't trust them enough. I don't trust myself, so now they have to just go in the oven. And it's sad. You know? It's sad. Those are my problems. Okay, those are real problems in the world. Alright, people? So you can just donate £2 a month and we can help get these, you know, frozen food companies to just put more information on how to use the grill. Medium grill. What does that mean to fucking anyone? Anyway, 
uh, that's that's the end of the podcast. I'll be in Birmingham next week. I'll post links to uh, to the BBC radio players. Oh, and also I was on uh, Urban Extra as well. Big up John called Jay. Um, if things go to plan, he should be on the podcast next week. So, yeah. All right, people. That's the end of the podcast. It's Griff. And uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Peace.